dude, I'm far too into uh Subnautica. No, not Subnautica. I've been playing the the Valheim game. game. Valheim, yeah. yeah I'm too into that. Valheim right now. But no, I've been telling Emily we need a uh a deep freeze because Bulma takes up like her food. We we've still bought two of the twelve packs, which is fucking ridiculously expensive. But we bought two of the twelve packs, about eighty bucks. So that's twenty four so far, and that's eighty dollars. Yep. But you can buy a pack of ninety. Or sorry, what is it? Forty? You can buy a pack of forty for 40, ninety bucks. Forty five for ninety bucks, yeah. Like, holy fuck. It's insane. Yeah. So we need to spend the extra Home money Depot. on the deep freeze and then Home Depot sells a, a small one. Not like a because you can get the ones that are like the six footers. Mm-hmm. Like, like six foot by whatever. They sell half ones. Are you fucking serious? I'm like, che- I'm checking this shit out. Ninety bucks or something like that? Eighty something or hundred something? something. It, it was cheap. Hmm. And we use it for her food, mostly her tubes, but then we keep like the, the fuck. Yeah. I'm typing this shit in. Sorry, I'm also eating a uh, piece of banana bread that Caitlin made. It's it's drying out pretty fast. Holy shit, it's like 200 bucks. Yeah, they're not bad. Wow. They are reasonable. I can guarantee you, though, that's not going to fit my car. Hmm. Well, good thing you have a truck. I don't. Are you get rid of it? I sold it to my brother. Shit. Good thing you have a work van. Hmm. Can't fit it in there. <laughs> Why not? The work van is so full of fucking job stuff. Shit. Uh, yeah. It's so full of job stuff, there's no way it would fit in there. Well, I know that we're going to need a new bar of dish soap pretty soon. And we get it from around your neck of the woods. A bar of dish soap. Yeah, it's... Please it's explain. Like, it's like genuine soap, whereas like like dish soap's like chemical, a whole bunch of fucking chemicals and shit. Uh-huh. This is like lard okay like it's like rendered animal tello so it's actual actual soap like where they used to make it in the fucking tw- or in the fucking 1800s yeah fucking spider get down here burn to death bitch um and it's got like olive oil and stuff in it but it's a lot easy it's a lot softer on your hands a lot gentle on your hands so we picked it up <laughs> it's also like i think it was like 13 bucks for the bar Hmm. It lasts about a year, year and a half. What? Damn. Forty? Forty bucks. Huh. For a, for a year and a, for a year and a half. So cost to like consumption wise, it's cheaper than the dish like liquid dish soap. Hmm. And then yeah, you don't have to worry about any plastic containers or anything like that after too, which is nice. Hmm. But it's uh what's the place called? Yeah, he says it's called the Port Moody Refillery. Damn. Oh shit, that's what this thing is. That's cool. Uh, it is. Do you know where the Port Moody Rec Center is? No. Really? It's like a few blocks from your house. Yeah, no. No idea. Um, the Tim Hortons across from the whatever SkyTrain station that is. No. Inlet Center Station. There's no Tim Hortons across from Inlet Center. There is now. No, there isn't. Google Maps has it. Google Maps is lying to you. Yeah, well, you know, there's the, the liquor store by that, by that, tra- that tra- train station. 
Yeah, there's an ICA that's it. That's inlet. maybe that is inlet. I don't know. I that did. I don't remember it being inlet, but fuck, it's possible. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Anyway, it's it's around that neck of the woods. Hmm. Damn. It's like a five minute drive for you. Uh, and then and the the nice thing about the refilleries and stuff like that is if you bring up your own jug or whatnot, mm-hmm. uh, they'll fill up like dish like laundry detergent and stuff like that. They'll they give you the shit. They'll fill it up, so you don't have to fucking constantly have these plastic jugs all everywhere. Damn, that sounds pretty cool. And it's, the price is a little bit less, not much, but it is. But the fact that you don't have to have all these jugs filling up your house every time you fucking do anything. Damn. Well, shit, dude. Well, it says the con- concentration is better on uh, laundry detergent. Hmm. So you have to use. You don't have to use as much. Yeah. That sounds pretty cool. Just always skook him. Yeah, man. All right, I've had it running this entire fucking time, but awesome. Yeah, I'm. I'm not putting any of that in. <laughs> yeah, because you know, you're fucking playing Minecraft. We're not. We're supposed to be. Uh, we're supposed to be talking right now. Let's play Minecraft. Yeah, man. Anyways, tomorrow's is uh oh no the first one's going up on Monday. Yeah. Yeah. So, I have decided after speaking to you that these are going to be called uh if you know what I mean. I liked it. I thought it was hilarious because there's something about that that just fucking kills me. (laughs) Because it's just like, yeah, I feel like you're gonna see the title and just go, what? Well, it's like. (laughs) What was it? There was an episode of I want to say Seinfeld. Yeah. Where the characters are like, if you know what I mean. Oh, that's <laughs> true. Every sentence. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god. That's too goddamn funny. <laughs> the episode fun. And then there's there's the there's the just for laughs game. Or who's line not just for laughs, uh whose line is anyway game. Yeah. That is, if you know what I mean. Mm. So that the you get the you get the guys who are are they're constantly making statements of um um, they're constantly making statements, and then at the end, you're like, "If you know what I mean." Yeah. Awesome. So I had uh, these are supposed to be not supposed to be, I guess they're just you know us just shooting shit and stuff and talking. But I had one that oh, I one did. Does. I I don't know. I had a. We both work in customer service, kind of. To a degree, yeah. Yeah, to a degree. And um, the only thing that I don't do is talk about what I do online, just because it's nobody's fucking business. Um, except on Twitch, because awesome. the people who are in Twitch, you know, they already know, so it's it's exactly. fine. But you know, to a wider audience, it's not your goddamn business what I do outside. But anyways, we both work in customer service. So, what do you, what do you hate most about customer service? What do I hate most? Yeah, like what is it that drives I, you I fucking hate... crazy? Okay, fuck, you can get me started on a fucking tangent for hours mm. on this one. The one that fucking irritates me the most, and you can hear me fucking. Mm-hmm. My eyes I can fucking, yeah I can, can feel your it. like hands on your face kind of oh deal. yeah <laughs> it's um the 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 client mm-hmm. I want to say lady statistically it's lady but yep. it's a client for lack of a better term because there are some there are some of the occasional uh, men who do it as well yeah we're like this is the drawing this is how it's all done this is how the designer and me have agreed on it okay sign off on it okay and then you go and you go and do the work mm-hmm. and oh you know. I don't think I like that there. Can you move it six inches to the left? Oh, fucking suck it, dick. And you're like, okay. Um, yeah, no, that that is something we can do. Just what? so you're aware before we do it, it's it will cost you. Why should it cost me any money? Because you're asking me to do additional work. Uh-huh. Like, this is not like a crazy concept. 
Yeah. I've done work that you've signed off on. If you want to change it, it's a change order. If you want me to do a change order, I'll do it, but it's going to cost you money. It doesn't happen for free. I'm not going to work for the next eight hours for free because you wanted something to move six inches to the left that I might have to fucking move back because you changed your mind again. Yep. No, I totally get that. That's it, what irritates me. It, it, see, oh, you get oh, people oh, who are like, your end. for me, it's, it's cooperation on my end. So there's certain things with what I do where I go in and I'm just like, okay, this is your problem. This is how we fix it. And for some reason they expect like, not, not everybody. Some of them are pretty understanding, but it's a very small number that's understanding. Um, But they expect me to come in and just like wave a magic wand and boom, problem's gone. Or I come in, do a bunch of stuff and they don't have to do anything, but like sit there scared for the next however long. And it's, I was talking to one of the guys I work with the other day. I'm like, I don't think they understand it's 50, 50. It has to be yeah. like, maybe it's 60, 40, but it, it is a 50, 50 thing. Like I go in, you need to do this. If you don't do this, the problem's not going to go away. Yeah. I come back well, in, it, yeah. I come back in two weeks later. They still haven't done it. And they're like, how come I'm still seeing stuff? I'm like, because you didn't do what I fucking told you. And there's so many times I want to just like. I, that's how I want to say it. I want to be like, because yeah. you're fucking stupid and you're not listening to the words that are coming out of my mouth. Instead, I'm just like, well, you know, if this stuff is left out, blah, 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 then this can happen and uh, the problem probably won't go away. So in order for this to happen, this is what ha- needs to happen. This is what needs to change. And then everything will go okay and everything will work fine. Like, well, I, I, I just don't want to do it that way. I'm like, fuck, yeah, give a not fuck. Getting this resolved. <laughs> yeah. Oh, at least you, at least with you, you're like, okay, this is the issue with us. They'll be like, oh, I'll disclose because I don't, I don't mind disclosing my, um, I'm an an electrician. So we'll go to somebody's house and they'll be like, oh, the, you know, the lights, this, like this plug doesn't work. Okay. Well, what, what happened just before the plug stopped working? Yeah. Cause that helps. They'll be like, yeah, well, it could be a number of things. And Mm -hmm. they're like, oh, well, you know, I was just plugging in a vacuum cleaner. Okay. So i checked the breaker and everything i'm like okay that's fine yeah okay mm-hmm. and when we're taught in school to troubleshoot problems we assume that the person who tr- who was there before us was mm-hmm. an idiot who didn't know who did who knew nothing okay right so you start basically from square one and then in this scenario like in this scenario it would be okay i would go check the breaker and i would follow the circuit not trace the circuit out and yada 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 yeah right and they get angry with you because, well, I've already done that. I've already done that. Okay, you've already done that, but you're not an electrician who knows what they're doing. You're just a homeowner who has figured that they would flick a switch. Yeah. And then often we go to the panel and it's like, oh, you, you said you said you reset the breaker, but you didn't. Yeah. Or there's the worst one to deal with with clients is when it's an intermittent problem. Uh-huh. So, like, it's a dimmer that's not working perfectly. Yeah. But every time you're there, 100% chance it's going to work fine. Yeah. And they're like, well, it wasn't working earlier. I'm like, okay, well, I can't fix a problem I can't see. Mm-hmm. Well, you have to. I can't. End of discussion. You know what my favorite part about customer services? And it's mm-hmm. it's I find it super interesting. So maybe maybe it's one of those things that like it's the uh fucking I don't know, whatever the I, I can't fucking figure out whatever I'm trying to say for like maybe this is um we're not supposed to treat customers like idiots. Like you're supposed to talk to them like they're a normal, regular, everyday person. But the problem is, is the minute you start doing that, you assume that they know half of the shit 
that you're about to tell them. Yeah, because like, for you, a regular everyday person is the guys you work with or whatever, yeah. and they all do know. Like if you, if, you know, for argument's sake, in my in, in, on my end, I will say, oh yeah, you know, we got the, some fourteen gauge wire mm-hmm. and here, 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 and like you'd say it to another person, like, what is that? Yeah, or even the word breaker. Some people might not know the word breaker, so like, well, that's just it. I find it super interesting that you're not supposed to talk to somebody like they're an idiot, but you have to talk to them like they are an idiot but in a way where it doesn't sound like you're talking to them like they're an idiot yeah you have to you have to talk to them politely and assume they know not they'll assume they know nothing or talk to them like a friend that who knows nothing essentially yeah and i find that so interesting because we're told not to do that i can hate it it's, it's one it, of the reasons i don't like doing reno work yeah for people that much like i'll do psych i'll do side jobs for friends and i don't mind that stuff because like most of my friends or people I, I do side work for, they're like, yeah, okay, I, I admit I don't know this. I don't know what you're yeah. doing. I, I'll, I'll curious. So like, I'll teach them. No yeah. problem. Uh, but I refuse to, like, I, I absolutely, like, we have divisions in our company. And one of them does, like, restoration. One of them does renovations. One of them does commercial work. Yeah. And one of them does uh, cellular. Huh. And um, the other three divisions have to deal with clients constantly. It's like, oh, yeah, I know mm-hmm. this. And then you're like, okay, we'll go do this, 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 and this. And then they'll go away and come back like 10 minutes. And it's like, okay, yeah, I didn't understand what you're, you're saying. It's like, okay, cool. You could have just told me you didn't know from the get-go and I would have explained it or showed you what to do. Yeah, because they don't know the terminology, but they may know how to do it. But you're like, okay, well, touch it. this thing. They're like, I don't so, know what the fuck that is. The, uh, so like for me, I, I prefer working in cell in, in my cellular division that I normally work in yeah. because the the guys will say, yeah, I don't understand what the fuck you just said. That's, that Every must one be kind of guys. nice though. It is. It's lovely. It's it's awesome. Like, and they're they're super willing. Everybody on when on these sites, like, we realize that we may not be from the exact same company, but we are a team, right? From the civil guys to the guys climbing the tower. Yeah. So if you need a hand, you just say, "Hey, whatever, whatever, whoever's on site, mm-hmm. I need a hand." You know, pulling this, you know, thirty pound antenna up a fucking tower, two hundred feet up a tower. Can you give me a hand? Yeah, no problem. Kind of thing, right? I kind of. But that. Um, the only thing you have to do with is then the engineers who come along and. Wow, this isn't the way I engineered it. Okay, well, that's nice, but it's wrong. <laughs> yeah, your engineering may not have been for what it's designed for, but I found a way to make it work. The number of times we get like engineered drawings and they're like, oh yeah, all your equipment is supposed to fit in like a two foot by two foot square. I'm like, bitch, my panel's two foot by two foot. I need to throw in disconnects and meter bases mm-hmm. and, and transfer switches and all this stuff to get the freaking site working properly. I remember mm-hmm. when I was working construction, when I steel framed and drywalled, one yeah. of the things that uh my boss found out that I ended up being really good at, and I don't know, and maybe maybe it had something to do with puzzles or some shit, but I became the fireproofer. So like any of the oh, electrical, I hate fire stopping. yeah, any of the electrical, I had to do all of the you know like the the inch wide fucking drywall board yeah. that blue shit. I was yeah. in charge of all that. So it, it's pretty simple because you just have to do double layers inside a fucking channel, and it, it's pretty simple. But when you get into some electrical areas where like you need to fireproof this entire, or whatever the fuck it's called, fireproof all of this shit, and like it gets intricate, and it's you need to do sections of it, and it's not just a big square. I always found it so fucking funny how hard it was for some people to understand. They don't, they don't let us do that anymore, eh? Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's it's engineered. Uh, it's it's you have to follow the engineered spec. Oh. 
and a lot of the times the engineered spec for for fire stopping now is um like you have to maintain this amount of distance between everything in yep. this hole the hole can be only this big yeah um you have to use this in this product and it has to be to this in this diameter and you have to take a picture every time you add or remove something and it's like what used to be okay there's a hole in the ground there's a hole in this like concrete floor we've run cables through like we've cored a hole yeah which coring, for those of you who don't know, is when you take a giant steel drill bit, essentially a hole saw, and you core, you, you drill through the uh, concrete, removes mm, concrete, yeah. rebar, anything. Those. It just makes a nice clean hole. And we do that to run cables or pipes or whatever, whatever, yeah. whatever, whatever trade's doing. Anyway, but you have to now find an engineer drawing that matches exactly what you have. Oh. And if you don't find the engineer drawing, you have to pay. Oh. thousands of dollars to get it engineered and uh. i've only run into it a handful of times but like the last time i was in victoria doing a job yeah and i was running this cable cable pipe i was running pipe which is <laughs> pipe's nice because you're laying pipe, pipe and it's eh? laying, exactly laying pipe if you know what i mean mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um no, but I was laying, I was laying the or, or installing the pipe from floor to floor, and yeah. the building is a really was a really rare construction style they had called uh they had called block and beam. Okay. We didn't, nobody knew it when we quoted the job. Yeah, so we found out that oh shit, like there's no engineer drawings for any of this fire stopping, so we had to pay Hilti to engineer us what? instead of yeah. So what it is is it's I beams, okay, uh, laid on on the flat, spaced about eight inches apart yeah and then pre-manufactured bricks slide in between them huh and then they put um a sheet of like half inch plywood or something like that down and then the skim coat of concrete again yeah whatever so that's that was the flooring method so i figured okay i'm gonna go into this it's uh i figured it was concrete like it was just a slab of concrete like most buildings are in here yeah and so I I take uh, our core our our dry cores that we ha- we can use yeah, and I core through the skim through what I th- into the concrete through what I think is is the first layer of concrete and it's like boom it's just a skim coat so it's a half inch thick and I'm like okay, interesting hmm. and then I cut the hole like I use a pull grab my hole saw and I cut the holes I cut the plywood out and then there's more concrete and I'm like, what is going on and so I I. Take the quarry machine back in. I cut into the I cut into the the, the conk, what I assume is concrete, yeah. and it vaporizes and turns into dust because the brick's so old. Oh my and I'm god! Like, oh my god! What the fuck did I just do? So I call my boss, and he's like, "No, no, you're wrong. You're wrong." I'm like, "Okay, you got to get out here on a. You got to take the next freaking ferry to Victoria, and you got to look at this because I'm pretty sure I have never seen this before." Yeah, and yeah, Hilti's Hilti the Hilti engineer said he learned about it when he was doing school back in the '80s. And then he had never seen it installed. Wow. But they had talked about it and somebody finally went ahead and did it. Yeah. Back. Well, back in like 84 or something like that. Holy shit. So this, this one building I read, we ran into and he's like, I have to, I'll have to run some tests and stuff like that. So he basically, the engineer recreated a, a section of flooring yeah. by taking it, buying a piece of I-beam, uh, cutting it into three chunks, yeah. making, recreating the floor basically. And starting a fire underneath with our material and yada yada, and seeing what the burn times would, because we had we had to get back up to a oh. uh, three hour burn time. Okay. And so, but then the the drawing was basically like, oh yeah, here's like 
go to basically so you go to Home Depot and you buy your rock wall, which is the non-inflammable insulation. Yeah. And you install that uh like a loaf of bread sized piece <laughs> on either side of the pipe, and then you fill it with their liquid self-leveling fire stop stuff. Yeah. But it had to be to certain dimensions and it had to be certain thicknesses, and you had to put a tape measure through and guarantee all this stuff. And they wanted pictures at every floor for 10 floors. Jesus Christ. And yeah, so what would normally be like, normally we go into like a, a normal slab pour, a poured slab floor. Yeah. Like concrete all the way through. It's like, okay, you jam like two inches of, of rock wool insulation in there and you pour the self leveling stuff on top of it for the last half inch. Boom. No problem. Right. <laughs> each hole's like, 20 minutes half an hour this was each hole was like three hours holy fuck and it, we blew the hourly on the quote and i'm like oh i'm he's getting mad at me and i'm like it's not my fault yeah like no what do you want me to do man this. yeah holy shit that's not i don't miss construction dude. well that's a lie i miss it sometimes i miss the there's something about like going to the job not the early in the morning part i can't fucking do that anymore um but like going to the job putting on my stilts getting the steel ready and building walls and then doing the fireproofing up at the top, cutting the holes for all the yeah. plumbing to come through. And then the fucking sparkies would come through and slice up all the fucking steel framing because they didn't want to run their wires through the holes in the, in the studs. So they just cut into the studs and then push yep. their shit into it because they're a bunch of fucks. And then oh, they would just try. reef on them on the one end and bend all of the studs that they just put their channel into. Steel stud is the worst. I fucking hate steel I stud. I hate the fact that it exists. I love steel stud. No, wood frames worth that, baby. No, fuck wood frames. I love steel, man. I If I ever build a home, it's going to be built out of steel, and it's going to be amazing. Yeah. You can make so we much cooler for, shit. We charge extra for steel, steel stud. Why? Because it takes extra time to do the work. How? It 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 literally like to wire a, a a ten by ten room with plugs and and a light in the ceiling. Yeah, it's like three. It's like three hours. I could do it in twenty minutes in wood frame. How? You have because to you have to stop the, and drill all the use, holes. No, you don't have to stop and drill. Drilling the holes is easy. I can do it one handed. Yeah, but you still got to drill all the holes. Like if you're drilling all the holes to wire up an entire room, that's it. That's an easy five minutes. And then you got to get the wire run through all of the holes and then wired up. Yeah, and that's and an easy 20 wire, minutes. Wire on wood. Wire on wood slides super nice. Yeah, but that's a, that's at least 20 minutes of running all the wire and then attaching it. And then you've got to fucking like hook up the, the light fixture, which I swear is at least 10 minutes plus. There's no way in hell it's going to take less than 10 minutes. For for what? For doing the rough wire? No, just like wiring up your your. No, uh, so so that's the, so we should we should we should clarify this for people who aren't aware. So yeah. the way the way you you build a, a an office and a home, okay, change or there's there's differences obviously. Yeah. Um. First off, there's the height differences, whatever. But the material is when you do an office building is all steel stud, okay. uh, and a steel stud is a U shaped a U shaped uh, piece of steel that has the same dimensions as a two by four. That is awesome. Um, the difference between wood and steel stud is steel studs hollow and has pre-done holes drilled or, or punched into it so mm -hmm. that channels can go pieces of steel can go between it and lock it in place wood obviously has no holes pre-drilled in it yeah um framing steel stud and framing wood is about the same especially if you know what you're doing on either end yeah i'd say um, they're about the same to put up yeah, I mean, I I've seen guys work quicker on uh, um, 
wood frame, but that's just because you can um you can you can it's, get it's them. It's just pre-built. a nail gun. You just boom, 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 yeah. boom. And if they're wall, pre-built, then done. Well, pre pre-built's another thing entirely. Yeah. You can pre-build steel studs. It's not as yeah. big though. Uh, anyway, as far as electrical goes, um, drilling steel is a lot slower than drilling wood. Oh yeah, like vastly. Like I said, we can we we did a house, uh, mm-hmm. twenty two hundred square foot. Um, oh, I guess this is the, this is the nice thing we should we should declare here too. Mm-hmm. So the stages you stages you you when you build a room, uh, it goes in stages. So you frame, then you run any plumbing and electrical. Yep. Then you do drywall. And then you do finishing, which is if there's uh, plumbing in there, they that's when they put the fixtures on, the tiling, yeah. the fixture on. Uh, if they put there's paint goes on, uh, and at that point they do any electrical devices happen after. So we have for electrical, it's there's a rough wire and a finishing stage. So rough wire is when we're just pulling the wires in, putting boxes in. Finishing is when you come in, you put the plugs, switches, light fixtures themselves in. Yeah. Um, finishing between the two doesn't is there's no difference. There's n- literally none. Um, hmm. It takes ten minutes to do. You could spend ten minutes to put a light fixture up in, in a steel stud. It takes ten minutes to put it up in a wood frame. Literally no difference as far as electrical go. But f- the rough wire, yeah, in a steel stud has to be a product called BX. Now BX is uh, the same as your normal house wiring, but it's armored so that the oh, metal that has shit. something to go against. Yeah, you can't use the normal house wiring. The normal house wiring is called Lumex. Uh, it's Lumex is two wires or, th- or three wires, a hot neutral and ground, mm. and they're wrapped in a uh, polyvinyl chloride uh, li- lining. God damn it! Uh, I which, never would have known that. Which is laced, which is laced with cyanide. So don't what? let your kids chew on it. Yeah, it is laced with cyanide to kill rats and squirrels and stuff. I didn't know that. Yeah, they've been doing it since the eighties. Holy shit! Incidentally. Cyanide and in for for people like adults to chew on it, yeah, you won't get any. You you won't be lethal, right? You'd have to cons- you'd have to actually consume and consume vast quantities of wire. That's fucking but crazy. It, I had no yeah, idea. It will give you. It will give you a. Uh, it will numb your gums because it gets into your gums and it numbs the area. God damn! So if you ever have a toothache, know that from experience. Anyway, <laughs> um, I had a I had a, one one winter we were doing a house and I had a, a infected jaw infected tooth i didn't know at the time yeah I, it needed a root canal is what it boiled down to but uh, i didn't know it so i'm like i have like i think of myself oh it's a lot of toothache and yeah. i'm just i put i put a piece of insulation in my, in my jaw in the, the one side there to just something to chew on because every time i put pressure on it and I relieve it, it yeah the, the pain subsides huh. and my my uh my foreman comes up to me he's like hey you know it's got cyanide on it right i'm like what and he's like yeah i mean you can chew on it it's fine it's not gonna kill you it's gonna numb the area but oh my I wouldn't god chew on it all day and for i wouldn't chew on it for a week Anyway, wow. we were doing a house. Um, we did a 20, 2,200 square foot wood frame house. Okay. It was a rental. Um, but only the outside stayed. The rest, the inside was gutted and reframed. Hmm. They just, they, they, it was a heritage house, so they couldn't just touch the outside, but they could do whatever the hell they wanted as, to the inside as long as they maintained an aesthetic when it was done. Yeah. So, oh, it's one we, of those. Yeah. So okay. this was framed. Yeah. No holes drilled anywhere in the in in the walls that we needed to work through. Okay. Two guys. Three days for the entire rough wire. Damn. The entire rough wire. Now that is every wire pulled to a box, yeah. placed in that box, and run back to the panel and tied into the panel. Hmm. Right. That's twenty twenty. So basically, what it was, I mean, it was like 
three degrees Celsius outside and uh, inside the house. No heat. And uh, <laughs> freaking t-shirts. Yeah. Busting our asses off. Busting our asses. But the, uh, we have, uh, there's a, 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 saw, a saw guys use called a whole hog. Yeah. And it's just a big right angle drill with a mm. huge amount of torque. And they'll get the guy who's the, the freaking ripped, most ripped guy. And he'll just one hand, you'll <laughs> smash. He, he takes the auger. Yeah. Right. Which is like, you know, one inch, inch and five eighths round or something like that. And he'll just smash it in the middle of the wood beam and it just bites through. Holy fuck. And just, fuck. And just you, you just hear, boom, pulls it back. Bunk. And he's just going through. And that's to do what? To run the wires through? To run the wires, yeah. Jesus. So you can run, the, when we were doing it, you can you could run down a hallway, make 10 holes in the, in a two by, in the, in the two by fours in the, in the roof and the ceiling level. Okay. Right? Running a 20 foot hallway, it took him like, I think it was like 28 minutes we timed him. Jesus Christ, man. Boom, boom, boom. And he's just one hand. The drill weighs about 10 pounds. Shit. So, you just you're picking up, you just whamming it right into the mid. So you you're good good aim and everything, but uh, yeah. And then you know your normal hand battery operated hand drill and a sharp bit. You go through. You can uh, do a bedroom in ten minutes. Drill a whole bedroom out. Oh man! And then pulling wires another ten fifteen. The longest part of it's it is splicing in the box, and BX takes longer to splice in a box because you have to use connectors. Yeah, I miss drywall. I I like doing it. I I can't stand doing drywall. I don't. I just I like the cutting, like the measuring, and then the cutting. And I like the fact that I know how to like hold the blade next to my finger, and then the tape measure on the one side, mm-hmm. and like run it down the it's board. Super, and cu- it's one of those things that's like super satisfying. Yeah, when you know how to do when it. you know how to do it. Yeah, but the worst... I hate fixing old dry like patch patch. Oh that yeah, is the worst fucking thing on the planet. Yeah, especially when you see someone like every time I see someone do drywall and everyone has like their own uh if you've never done it before professionally and by professional i mean like you got paid to do it if you've never done it professionally you tend to find ways that work for you and the thing that drives me nuts the most is when people have existing drywall and they cut out a section and then they put a new piece up but they don't butt the proper ends against each other so they'll take like the yep. uh the fo- the the nice smooth uh skinny end and butt it up to a thick end on the wall which is fine but then on the other end they'll use like it, oh, it just drives me or when they fucking patch a hole and they'll cover that hole and they'll use another piece of piece of drywall behind it to hold that piece of drywall on like that's yep. not gonna stay you gotta use a fucking two by four just slap it behind well, the wall well, screw into do, it done well we you have to use wood what yeah. we do is we'll go if like if we're going to a house and it's like oh hey we're going to be um putting in a you know whatever do we have to pull wire in some guy's house yeah so we will go to home depot and we'll pick out a, a sheet of like a small sheet of drywall just a two by two to make little patchworks out of yeah but we also pick up a box of shims yeah that's or, yeah uh, that's a, what a, i a use yep so that you can just have something to work with right yes yeah, i was talking shims. to you, so I got, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna send you something here <laughs> okay um my dad was talking to me. I I brought this up with him. So my dad's been my dad's been in the trade, in the electrical trade since. Well, he's been in trades in general since the the, the mid seventies. Wow, good for him. Um, he started as a dry or a framer, then a drywaller, then he did plumbing, painting, and then settled on electrical. Shit. Yeah, he was. He's he's done a, a bit of shit. Um, but I asked him, what the fuck. 
if you look on the, I just sent you the link yeah, on Reddit here. Uh, there's a video. Um, what the fuck this guy in this video is using? Mm-hmm. And it looks kind of like a hatchet. I have one of and those. Yeah, I, I have one of those. That's a drywall hammer. Yeah, it's a drywall hammer. I had never seen it before. Dude, they're beautiful. And guys don't use drywall hammers much anymore. They use just a, uh, a box cutter. Well, see, but... they don't use them the way that that guy is when he cut out the hole for the uh, the thing. Yeah. Um, because they, they're hard to keep sharp. But the... So for those of you who want to see what we're talking about, um, it, you have to Google uh, um, old school drywaller Reddit. And that's the link that we're that's Oh we're my god, at. the rounding. The guy is a fucking machine. Okay, the rounding and is dope. I very you know, much like that. Now here's here's the thing. Look at what look at him. Fucking hair is all nice. Dress shirt, dress pants. And he's just giving her. See the thing is though, and this is what this is something that bothers me so fucking much about jobs nowadays. They yeah. enforce dress codes. Oh. So there are I, certain dress codes that need to be enforced. To be fair, I, um, I'll, I agree with you. Ones that like you know you need to keep your shoulders covered. You need to you know make sure your your shins aren't exposed. Yeah. So, so you know, you're, well, that's stuff like that. So that's fucking obvious though. That that one, not the previous one, but like yeah. the the enforcement of dress codes. Like, no, you need to wear this shirt that says our label and blah 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 blah. But back then, in, in this video that I'm still watching because I'm thoroughly impressed, it's how he puts that board up in the rounding spot, and I'm going to use it on my own next time. People dress like this because they they wanted to look professional on the job. Yeah. And it's just like I I love that. That's awesome. Fuck yeah. It's amazing. Um the other thing that I was gonna mention is you notice the size of the sheets he's using. Yeah. Those little ones. So apparently four by eight sheets yep. didn't really exist until the nineties. Oh. It was these ones here, these are these are even this is even a little bit further. This is a what is it? Two by six they look like. They're, they're two by four or two by eight one of the two okay. yeah but anyway yeah that was that was what was the thing in the time at the time is they, they made small ones yeah uh because uh originally it was lath and plaster yeah as, as a lot of people in especially especially older homes know okay uh and then they put uh these small ones because they went over top of the lath and plaster and they didn't want to ruin the lath and plaster too much mm. and then they got to the point where uh they're like hey you know what laugh and plaster because that's just a pain in the ass to do yep. let's just put up these sheets of board so they made the two by two <laughs> sheets yeah and then they went to two by four two by eight uh four by four and then four by eight and now they're up to four by ten and four by twenty huh for big like when you walk into a big you know mezzanine in a, a law, uh, office tower or whatnot yeah a big lobby that's when they use the real big sheets because it's real quick it's just bam 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 done so interesting thing that hammer one thing that he didn't use it for that i'm a little disappointed with yeah but what you can do with the uh the dry it's a specific drywall hammer so if you guys don't end up googling it basically it's a hammer on one end and the other side looks like a like a hatchet but what you can do is if you're putting board and you start from the bottom up which generally you don't I, I don't remember what the rule is. I can't remember if you want to start from the top or come down or the bottom up. But basically, if you start from the bottom up, you don't want to have your drywall butted right up against each other. You always want the tiniest gap, like just a small gap, because your walls are going to shift. And if you butt the drywall up right next to each other, as soon as that wall shifts, it's going to crack. And that's how you get those crack lines in paint. It's because they butted the drywall too close. 
So as soon as yeah. the house shifts a little bit, the whole wall goes out. But it's you... not too bad right now or anymore with yeah. the uh, way they manufacture it. So the density, uh, this changed about 10, five, six years ago now, I think. Yeah. The density on the edge of drywall is thin, is weaker than the density in the center, which huh. allows the, you, you to butt it up now because guys were doing just that. And they're like, okay, well, they're not they're not doing it they're not like putting it doing it properly yeah so what you can do is you basically put that board on the bottom and then uh so you put the board on the bottom you slap the other board on top of it and then you put the hatchet end of the hammer in between those two boards and you kind of push down and it lifts it up about an eighth of an inch and then you can screw your board in so it's basically like a pry tool to keep the board yeah up. what i've seen guys do now but yeah. recently last time i was on a house um is they'll they'll pull up the laser and they'll draw for it or they'll they'll put the the bottom sheet up yeah at four foot one off the ground or whatever it is because they never put them on right on the ground anymore shit and then they'll they'll put the next board on top and then they'll go work their way up uh, okay. you never put the floor the, the board on the floor anymore because they want air to move because yeah. they use instead of the exterior houses are now done with tyvek mm -hmm. and tyvek has an issue of it will cause mold in your home if you do not have a fan like air movement in the house yeah so like under the latest electrical one of the not latest electrical code but last edition for us they said we have to install a bathroom fan somewhere in the house that will run 24 hours a day seven days a week huh to keep air moving in the house because these things are sealed up like a giant well they're, they're basically you're like a giant petri dish right moisture is yeah. trapped it's in the house it's not going anywhere hmm. when they built houses in the they started doing the the sealing it up with tyvek in the mid 80s huh. um i love how we've just turned this into a construction talk right <laughs> but uh <laughs> They used to do tar paper, and tar paper breathes, and it keeps water out, and yeah. nobody will do it anymore because if it's not done just right, it's a uh, fucking liability. Well, goddamn. Right? I didn't know that. I don't know. I worked construction back when I was like 18 to 21, 18 to 22, and the only reason I left is because like... It, hard on God, it man. Well, there's that, and like this sounds super cocky, but I was the smartest person on my fucking crew the low bar on some of these crews i know that's <laughs> not saying the guys i worked with were like stupid but there's i I'd, I'd known the boss for a very long time and i picked up the job really fucking quickly and when it came to um i have to leave and only you two are on this job site and the other two are on the other job site because given if we were all together there's somebody who was way more um like way uh they they should have been in charge i just can't get the fucking word out i've been having issues with words the past few days. And he wasn't a foreman he was just like the next in charge he had more seniority he had way more seniority than i did oh, okay. but he was on another job site so when it was myself and the other two guys on this one it was me and there's this one time a fucking guy comes up the foreman of the whole job site he comes up and he's he's asking some questions and i'm answering them and he keeps looking at me like, what the fuck do you even know? You're like 17 years old. And I wasn't. I was like 20 at the time. And I'm answering all of his questions. I gave him everything that he needed. And he calls my boss. He's like, who the fuck is this kid you have talking to me, telling me all these things that he shouldn't even be telling me? And I get a call back later from the boss saying, pack everything up. We're leaving. And I'm like, what? He's like, yep, pack everything up, put it in the boxes, bring them out to the front. We're leaving this place. 
I said, why? He's like, because that guy was a fucking asshole and I'm not working for him. It was all yep. because they wouldn't take me seriously. And that's when I was like, I don't want to do this job anymore. Yep. And then I did we've it for had... another two years. <laughs> we've had we've had people. My, my father had a really bad one. He told me of um, where this lady, we were, they were doing finishing and mm. uh, everybody was working landscaping. Okay. Outside the house. So basically, you finish the inside of the house. Everything's on. The family gets to move in and then you do landscaping. Yeah. So the um landscapers are there the electricians are there running lighting yeah moving making small trenches and running landscape lighting and making sure everything's tickety-boo okay and somebody i'm not gonna name names or companies or anything like that (laughs) but it was it was a landscaper i don't i'm not i'm not gonna name the company but it was a landscaper had come in yeah said he needed to use the washroom so he left his muddy boots in but boots on okay and his muddy hands and he touched all the nicely finished, freshly painted white walls. Oh, no. And he walked on all of her uh, white shag carpeting oh, to the God. washroom with his muddy boots on. And she came out and went fucking ballistic, as, as you she do, should. At the electricians. What? Well, it was clearly the electricians' fault. The landscapers would never come in the house. Oh, fuck that. So she went up and down, up one side of my dad, down the other side of my dad's like, are you done? Yeah. Like she said, I want an apology. He's like, cool, we're leaving. Wow. And so we they left. They yeah. packed it up. And my dad explains it to the boss. And he, you know, he goes through the whole thing and explains everything else. And the boss is like, yeah, fine, that's it. We're, we're fine. And we didn't come back for a year and a half uh, until she issued finally issued an apology. Um, she realized she was wrong about... Four hours later, when the, uh, <laughs> head of the landscaper, the head yeah. landscaper came to them and said, "Hey, our guy did this. We're super sorry. We'll pay for a cleaning crew to come in and painters to repaint everything. Yeah, you know, don't worry. This will get fixed. You know, we've fired the guy because he was a moron, apparently. Yeah, take your well, fucking obviously. shoes off, man. Yeah, I don't know how hard that is, but anyway. Um, so my boss or his my dad's boss mm-hmm. got a contact got a message from the husband stating that this is what happened and that he wanted them to come back he wanted us to come back and finish the work and my boss is like well it's not my call uh it's my dad's call yeah and my dad's like nope wow really he's like yeah i want an apology from the woman who came out shouting at me in front of the rest of the crews and the the husband basically fucking good luck with that yeah he's Um, like she doesn't apologize to me in fucking 20 years (laughs) so she didn't apologize she wouldn't apologize and eventually uh there was a written letter that was mailed to our office after eight months wow um and the written letter was signed by her uh written on behalf of her lawyers and my dad had said nope i want a verbal apology in front of in front of the crews so what did the what did the letter say roughly um we have you know you know sorry for causing a scene we realized oh in the wrong yada 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 okay and my dad says nope i want you the woman to come out in front of the crews and apologize to me like you like like you've seen you fucking cause when you fucking lo- lo- like flew off the handle originally yeah show that you fucking mean it don't do it through yeah, a exactly letter. and um so 
she refused, refused, refused. And then after a year and a half, mm-hmm. uh, she finally capitulated. And she, you know, called the for- called the, the foreman of all the companies. The companies, the, dude, the guys had no fucking clue uh, what was going on anymore. Yeah. Um, but uh, they all got there, and she came out, and she very meekly apologized. And <laughs> of course. Finished, finished the work, and that was that. Wow. Um, so the reason she finally capitulated, and the reason you are polite to your tradespeople, especially your electricians and plumbers, yeah, um, or electricians and gas fitters, you can't occupy a house unless it has the electrical documents and gas documents signed off. <laughs> it is, um, oh, that it, dumb it, bitch, non, it's a non-habitable residence because you yep. can't heat it essentially. Huh. Um. So she lived eight months without won't... heat. No, 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 no. A year and a half without electricity. Oh my god! All because she couldn't say I'm fucking sorry. Yeah. What a cunt. Well, not because she, not because she couldn't. She wouldn't. Oh, let's let's be just honest. Fuck. That's um, the definition of cunty. Yeah. So the way it works, uh, as far as uh, as we're going back, going back to wiring uh, a room and whatnot. Yeah, uh, we do a rough wire inspection, okay. which is before the board and goes up. The inspector comes in and says, "Oh yeah, you know all the wires are good." Okay, and then you do a service, and you, and you also do a service inspection where the inspector comes by and says, "Yep, you've installed all the service equipment, your electrical panel, and your meter base, and everything like that. All mm-hmm. that's done properly." Um, and then you get your uh, finishing, which is after everything's boarded up, all the plugs, and you get your final, which is the guy comes up. Yep, you're done. Take good. You got your panel schedule in that tells you what's in the panel and what breaker does what and everything. So that's all good yeah. there. Um, on hydro in BC is a util- is the utility here in British Columbia. Yeah, that handles electricity. They will not and en- they will not uh, go to a domicile unless you have called for inspections. Huh. So if the um, person who has the ticket doesn't call for inspections, hydro won't come, despite what the homeowner may ask, beg, and plead. Wow. And they won't put a meter in. And uh, here's a tidbit that shows you how much power Hydro does have. Okay. If you piss off your meter tech, and I mean really piss them off, yeah, they can come up to your house, pull your meter, and say, you need a full electrical audit of your house. Your house is unsafe. <laughs> I have determined it to be unsafe at a glance. <laughs> and they are fully within their legal right to do so. You know what the best part is? I almost guarantee that like 95% of the homes in Vancouver, are, just oh. in the fucking world, are not to code. Oh, God, no. No, because so, the, code, the code's updated so Yeah, often. so they could easily get away with it. Like, if it went in front of the judge, they're like, all, all the guy would have to do is go to the house, look up, and go, yep, there's three. And then just be like, yeah, I found these three, and you know it's not safe. You need to get those fixed. And the bitch is just like, what? what you're like yeah sorry but that's not like my house not my house sorry the house i live in um whoever used to live here before they uh they were running a business out of the basement the base you've seen the basement Mm -hmm. they were Mm -hmm. running a business out of the basement and they had a huge huge ass long table in there that they ran their meetings from and in the closet i believe i showed you there's over 30 different ethernet cables that are bundled together because they were running a uh, a server room out of there so they also had three different cable lines coming into the house because they're running a server room. You can't run in a server off of one cable line. So they had three different cable lines coming into the house. Yep. But what they did when they moved out was they cut all of the fucking Ethernet cables from the server, didn't even detach them. They cut them, 
And then yeah. all of the cable lines in the house, they cut. So yeah. in our entire house, there is one functioning cable line. One. Yeah. Because right. the rest of them being cut. Because they didn't just like, you know, you plug the modem in and then you wire the, or you fucking, yeah, you plug the modem into the cable. And, then, you know, they just unscrew it and then they take the modem. Somebody yeah. actually went to every single fucking cable in this house and including outside and they cut the ones outside just wherever it's visible snipped in yep. half the ones in the walls snipped in half the ones upstairs snipped in half As like you do it's fucking brutal so when i had uh uh freedom or whoever it's shaw i guess when shaw, i had yeah. shaw come in and he's looking around he's like they're all dead like what he's like none of these cable lines have any power i'm like what the fuck he's like i found one that does but it's obscure and i have no idea where it's going to yeah so like i have no idea what kind of signal you're getting from this yeah it's not it's, one that i can use it's brutal and then i had another buddy come over i'm like can you move this downstairs he's like yep are you sure and i said yep he's like good because once it's downstairs i can't move it back up I'm like okay. <laughs> so he pulled it downstairs i'm like what do we do about the rest he's like do you really want to know i'm like yeah he's like just leave them in the walls i'm like but there's so many in the walls like what do we do he's like i'll tell you what you do you tear down all of the drywall in the entire house and redo it because there is yeah, no saving it. But I mean, like th that the difference the difference on that on that front and normal front is there's no there's no actual electricity. Like I mean, there is, but yeah, the electricity on our your cat five or your cable vision is like five volts. It's, it's non-existent. It's, it couldn't you couldn't do anything even if it wanted to. Yeah, right? I just mean like it bothers me that it's in there and it's messy. Oh, yeah, and I and nobody like... and nobody's ever gonna fix it because it's way it costs too much to do. Yeah, unless I tear down all the drywall and fucking redo it. I mean, I thought about when, when we were doing renos in our house, I thought about it and did in my living room. I tore yeah. off the bottom four sheet of drywall because the previous owner put in a poor excuse for fake wainscoting. Oh. And it is a freaking nightmare to remove because he siliconed. Oh, no. Just yeah, Brad he nailed it. He, yeah, he Brad nailed it and then put silicone beside it because the walls the aren't flat. Fuck would you and do? Oh, the walls my God. aren't flat and you're using MDF to, to freaking make strips. You know why the walls like aren't shit. flat? Because it's an eighty. Because it was the house was built in the eighties. Because it's framed with wood. No, the walls aren't <laughs> flat. Things move. Sorry, steel's always straight. Wood's always no, curved. It's not. Yes, I it is. guarantee you, steel's not always straight. <laughs> well, no, it's after the fucking electricians coming and fuck it up. <laughs> after fucking fourteen years in the trade, I can tell you, fucking steel stud is no, almost is is just as fucking crooked as as. Uh, because fucking we we especially where we live we live yeah. in an earthquake zone yeah. the earth the ground underneath our feet's always moving mm. and a screw in wood and steel is much worse is much weaker than a than a screw in wood yeah. but i mean they don't, nobody screws wood frame houses together they fucking nail them together so mm. we do that for so that things can shift because if things can't shift then the whole fucking thing falls so down that's one day why they fatigue. use nails yeah i did not know that yeah and they again they use they use steel like screws on steel stud but have you ever been in a steel stud uh, thing that was built, you know, ten years ago, and then they re they're redrywalling it? Yeah, they're all those fucking screws are loose. Yeah, because you're only you're screwed into fucking thin pieces of tin. It's, it is what it is. Yeah, right. It's just w what happens when things age; they fucking move. I remember when I was started. When I started, we were supposed to drill. Like we'd put the track down, put the track up on the ceiling, and then the studs, they'd be like, okay, you screw them both in at the bottom and only one at the top so that they can shift. Yep. And then as the years went by that was working, they said, okay, no, you only do one on the bottom and one on the top. I'm like, 
how the fuck do you expect the drywall to like because if you screw into steel sometimes if you're screwing from the side that's not screwed in as yeah. soon as your uh your drywall screw hits that steel the steel yeah. framing just bends and then you're like well what the fuck so but then you know, they whatever, came... well, that never happens with good yeah, old-fashioned well, wood and then it came to another thing which drove me fucking batshit crazy was they said okay you can have two screws on the bottom but now we have this new track at the top that's slotted so yep. your screw has to go in that that way you know the concrete can shift up and down and then after like these changes that happened in within it was during the uh the olympics because they just yeah. kept on adjusting things to make everything better and after all this my boss like i don't give a fuck what you do just just get the walls up i don't care anymore this yep. is bullshit and i think that happens too much with construction sometimes is people are just like i don't give a fuck just make it work so under one of the things that i, I i'm at that point with some with one of the things in Reno that, that was introduced in the last code book yeah and it's called um the uh, devices the 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 thing is called an arc fault interrupting um outlet okay okay so you're like what the hell is that like uh, if i can yeah i have no fucking clue if you have ever been in a washroom okay and you see there's a little little uh plug with two buttons yeah that's a gfi which stands for ground well gfci ground fault circuit interrupter okay and what it does is it measures the amperage going in and the amperage going out and if it measures too much of a discrepancy between the two it trips and is that that's how it saves you that's how it prevents you it's supposed to be something like 0.3 uh, depending on the grade of GFCI, grade A yeah. is 0.03 of an, a milliamp. Huh. So it's, it's fucking nothing, basically. Yeah. But it's measuring to look for a leakage, is what we call it, a leakage in, amper- in, in the amperage. Yeah. Now, that is for bathrooms and kitchens, anywhere where you're near water. Yeah. Last code book, they entered AFCIs which uh does similar basically a similar thing a little bit more tolerance but they're called arc fault circuit interrupters okay where it measures again the difference between amperage going in and amperage going out and if it just if it detects a difference it trips um the way it works is they protect it, the way you can install them is they protect everything down the circuit from yeah. you um you can't install more than one in a circuit so what guys normally do is they'll buy the arc fault breakers instead of normal breakers. Okay. Um, a normal breaker, like a 15 amp standard, goes in your home, powers your lights, powers your salt plugs, whatever. Yeah. Uh, for the average home, you're looking at like five, six bucks for number one. For an arc fault, you're looking at 20, 30 bucks for the breaker. Okay. So a, the breaker's a lot more pricey. Reason we don't like them is if you know anything about electricity, and I'm going to bet that people, most people don't, what happened? You and I'm gonna, I'm gonna just ask this on on a, a, a whim. What happens in a motor, electric motor, when you start it up? You know. I feel like this is a trick question, so I have no idea. Okay, so when an, an a electric motor starts up, if you look at like the arc, uh, if you look at the amperage draw of the motor on like a graph. Okay. When it starts, it spikes and then it drops down again. Uh, and that's called inrush current. And inrush current is the amount of amperage that is required to get the motor to start turning. Because yeah. the motor is a giant magnet, so you have to push, put some force into it to get it to break its magnetic bonds to get it to start spinning. Yeah. Okay, that's how a motor works. So there's a large thing called inrush current. Yeah. Everything with a electric, everything with a motor has it, gas powered or whatever. It's got it right. Um, but for electric motors. 
you need to have you know a large inrush current but the problem with arc fault devices is it doesn't account for the huge spike in amperage yes yeah. that, that, that amperage effectively just disappears right it is it's, it's the it, it just disappears into the motor kind of thing yeah so it's like oh shit there's an arc there's 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 arc fault somewhere there's a fault in the wire somewhere i'm gonna trip now thinking about that and thinking about how electric motors require this do you see where in your house this would create a problem i can't picture it no standing uh air conditioners wait refrigerators freezers vacuum cleaners wait why i clearly missed something they all have electric motors in them oh you your freezer turns on compressor motor Fridge turns on, compressor motor. Vacuum turns on, fan motor. Holy shit. So when they first did it, it was every room, every outlet now needs to be replaced with these. Huh. Fuck. Then they reel it back. Okay, well, you know, the ones that are dedicated for circuit for things like fridges or dishwashers or another one, they, yeah, they yeah. don't need them because they're, you, you can't plug in any device into it. Yeah. Okay. So then it went to everything, everything else in a domicile. So all your living room plugs, so your vacuum cleaner, yeah. uh, your bedroom plugs, all that stuff has to be arc fault protected. Huh. Now, again, you can replace it with a plug or you can do a breaker either way. But the, again, the, the reason they installed these things is it's not for BC or Alberta or Saskatchewan or Manitoba. Yeah. It's for Ontario. Because in Ontario, 90% of heat is electric, including electric blankets, oh which my are very God. popular. And yeah. people don't take care of their electric blankets, and they short out. Yeah. So it causes the fire and death. Yeah, And that's why they, they, make, they mandate it across the country, because we have to protect people from themselves. Which, again, I fucking hate in those own right. Yeah. So we, I get call-outs multiple times a month where it's like, I don't understand what's going on. Every time I run my vacuum cleaner, the breaker trips. And I go in and sure enough, somebody's installed an arc fault breaker or an arc fault plug for the vacuum for their, their like central vac system. Hmm. And it's like, okay, I'll swap it to a normal breaker if an inspector asks. This was never touched. <laughs> I mean, I... we don't get that, that kind of work doesn't get inspected. Yeah. But like still. Like, and you ask the inspectors or the safety authority, and they're like, yeah, well, we don't know what to do. This is what the law is, so you have to do it. Our recommendation is install it and then tear it all out and put in the proper shit after the inspections passed. Yeah. But it, and then it gets to another thing. I mean, there's so many stupid, stupid code rules. I mean, there is the tamper resistant plugs, which have a nice TR on the face to ruin the aesthetic. Yeah. But uh, what it is, it's plastic shutters that unless both the shutters are being pressed with equal force at the same time, they don't open up. And mm. it's basically to protect kids from shoving forks in electrical outlets that's not to bad. my end it's like to my end it's like okay or you could i don't know watch your children yeah that's that's true if your kids are fucking around with outlets then you're just you're either like, doing like, something wrong or I, like, i'm not entirely sure we had plastic little plastic covers that yeah. go over in the plugs for god knows how long since the exactly. 80s, 80s what was wrong with that yeah i don't uh stop telling like, people coffee hot and stop trying to save the well, stupid that, yeah that's and like I mean, there's the there's another one that went out a little while ago. Mm. Uh, this one is a little bit more tragic. Um, they make us put a, a big disconnect switch 
uh, within, I think it's five meters of a hot tub and okay. visible at all times. So you can't obscure it with a painting. You can't, you know, cut, put it behind bushes or around a corner. It has to be visible from the hot tub. Okay. And it is a disconnect that turns off the motor for the hot tub. Why? Because the hot tub's got a big impact. So what happened, um, this was actually on a national story. Okay. Uh, one of the senators, uh, his daughter had some friends over there in the hot tub. She was a, a senior in high school or something like that. Okay. And she put her head under the water for unknown reasons. Yeah. Um, but her hair got sucked into the impeller and she drowned. Oh my God. No way. Because she, A, you can't really cut hair underwater that easily. Yeah. Uh, B, where the hell are you going to keep scissors to do so? And yeah. C, the, the shutoff was in the breaker panel 300 feet from the house. God 300 feet damn. from the house. So it's like, that's why they made, they, they did this. Um, and I mean, there's, there's rules like that that are awesome to protect people, right? Yeah. Like, I fully understand. I fully understand that. That one I get. That. Yeah, right? that that makes sense. But the things like oh the arc fault because I don't want to you know maintain my my equipment my tool like you know that stuff irritates the hell out of me and yeah. we have to do it because someone was stupid or we get lobbied. Uh, Hubble is a manufacturer of a lot of electrical components like plugs and whatnot, mm. and they'll they will uh, one of the ones they did which pissed off a lot of electricians. Uh, we used to use these gray flat plastic covers that go over outlets on the exteriors houses okay. so that basically when the outlet yep. is not in use it is protected from the elements um because it's electrical and it's outside it's already gfi and breaker protected mm -hmm. so if it does get wet it'll just trip instantly wasn't good enough for hubble hubble came along and said hey we got these really cool bubble covers a giant plastic dome where you can put something plug plug something in and you don't have to worry about the it getting the the outlet getting wet yeah and we're like, gross, these things suck to install. But like, okay, so if we have a bubble cover, do we not need a GFI now? Because the plug can't get wet. It physically can't get wet. Yeah. Nope, no, we have to have both. Okay. Yeah, my grandma has one at her house. Uh, she had yeah, to I have that installed. In. Oh, yeah. That, wait, what? I think I put that one, the, the cover in. Yeah, I think so, actually. Yeah, so... It there, there there is a niceness to it, but they're aesthetically they are the ugliest thing on the planet. The the old ones, the gray ones, you can just paint them, do whatever you want. These have to be clear, and they are freaking monstrosities. Hmm. You have to be able to uh, accept a cord plugged in and cord bent inside it. Damn, it's the ugliest sin. Yeah, the kid. Anyway. Yeah. Well, you know what? I didn't expect us to talk about fucking construction for an hour, but hey, if you know what I mean. <laughs> 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 that just it works so well it just, it just feels so good it does thanks man for doing yeah, this for spending some time yeah, it's fun i can chat is baby still asleep she just woke up she was just oh you might have picked it up in the background i she didn't going, eh, i didn't good timing man so the wife just went upstairs to deal with her which nice. means i gotta get back to making her what is it called pickler's triangle i don't know what that means but send me a picture of it it's um basically a indoor jungle gym for to learn how to crawl and walk and stand. Yeah, I still want a picture of it. Yeah, when it's Snapchat. Done, will... Stop sending fucking pictures over goddamn messages. Just send it over Snapchat, dude. I'll, I'll, I'm gonna tweet it out when I'm done. Okay, cool. Well, I want it before everyone else sees it. Okay, but it's coming as a text. Okay, fucking Christ. All right. <laughs> have a good day, man. Thank you for listening, everybody. I hope you enjoyed yourself, and uh, have a good day. Josh, it's you.
No, peace out. Have a good day. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>